Welcome to the Motivational Tap-In Podcast with our host, Darcy, as he breaks down the social issues that may be delaying you from getting to where you need to be. Tap in with Darcy as he provides you with the life tools to help you to be proactive instead of reactive to the challenges of life. self-discovery that being just extra critical with yourself that's that's really that key then it's self-knowledge yeah man. it's all about yeah. self-knowledge man and, and if you don't have self-knowledge you need people around you to be able to let you know that you ain't okay you can't see everything man and, and, and look and some and most of us you know we got people around us that's dealing with their own problems so you know we can't even come to our friends or, or come to family sometimes and and let them know what's up because sometimes they're not even receptive to what you got what you got to say and it's understandable you know especially if somebody has something going on but man you know when you talk about having that conversation with yourself it's it's crazy how we don't naturally think to do that enough hmm. yeah uh-uh. so nope. the thing is it's not it's not natural it's 
the way society is in America, man, is more of a busybody. How uh-huh. much more can you really do? Uh-huh. And we're more doing activities instead of really trying to do things that's going to fulfill us. So it's hard to uh-huh. really reflect on yourself and reflect on everything else. So the only thing that we really reflect on, to be honest with you, is um, since we live in a capitalistic society, there's nothing wrong with that to a certain extent, is how's my finances? Mm. Instead of asking, man, how's my overall health in mm-hmm. general? Mental, uh, physical, just an overall healthy individual, you know? But we are checking for the bag, but we ain't checking for our health to be able to enjoy the bag. Look, and, and you're not lying, man. We've been we've been preconditioned to, to, to thinking this way, you know? Uh, and and I mean that's that's kind of what's causing our dem- well that in my opinion I feel that's what's causing our demise um, in a lot of instances um, you know worrying about the wrong things uh, and so you know even with you counseling patients you know do I'm assuming that you ask patients you know questions about themselves do patients typically struggle to answer questions about themselves? Of course, yeah. They do. I mean, that's what makes it. It's like if I ask the, the difficult question, people have a hard time answering is what What are my strengths? Mm. Uh, what am I good at? Mm. Mm. They can talk about what they're not good at, but uh-huh. they can't really talk about what their strength is. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, or just, man, um, what is it that I like about myself? Like I said, deal with identity issues. Uh, most individuals have a hard time dealing with, mm. just in general. So, Whenever you're dealing with that, it's just kind of like breaking that, helping that person break down their life and goes back down to the basic fundamentals mm. and um, just try to see what they can pull out. If they can't see any good in themselves, normally everybody has a cheerleader. Um, and ask them what, what what's that cheerleader in their life saying about them, you know? Man, man, I'm really, man, you know, first and foremost, thank you for coming on and, and, and dropping these gems because... The reality is, man, it's, it's just like, yeah, we're, we're influenced by everything around us between having our phone in our hands, you know, um, even just coming up as a kid, you know, you're taught to connect with everything else except yourself, you know. They don't teach you how to find your purpose. They don't teach you how to exercise your gifts. Um, they don't teach you how to u- utilize your skills so that you can use that to cater towards your purpose and your gift so that you can feel fulfilled, you know. Um, and so, you know, yeah. Like what you're saying, you end up running into so many people who are lost in life. You know, they don't don't know what their purpose are. They can tell you everything that's wrong with them, but not but not what what, what what's going on that's good in their life. Um, and do you feel like like with most suicidal patients, or I don't want to even say most, but just some, do you feel like that's a that's a big part of it too? Just kind of just not even being able to point out just any positives at all. Like why why do you feel like we don't know? Um, we can't highlight any positives in our lives. Do you feel like it's it's because of maybe regret or something like that? Um, it's it's a lot of different things. When you start dealing with suicide, it's very complex, but it's, I'll try to simplify as much as I can. So one aspect of um, there's not one reason why most individuals have suicide. We've moved the word suicidal ideation. We'll say sometimes when dealing with suicide ideations, basically breaking down at times people feel worthless, right? Mm-hmm. Or they feel unworthy. Um, and the reason why they feel unworthy is for various reasons. Some of the reasons may include, like, trauma. Um, and what I mean by trauma, man, like a tragedy event happened in their life, uh, mm. just multiple deaths um, that happened. They end up losing their mom or they end up losing their dad. And ever since they lost them, they haven't been the same. Mm. 
or they don't have that support. Yeah. So when they don't have that support or whatsoever, man, they just have a lot of pain, psychological pain. Mm. That pain is very unbearable. That's one reason why people have have suicidal ideations. Another mm. reason is dealing with self hate. Um, and that self-hate is really, Ooh. really um, challenging, right? So especially in the African-American it. community or just black and brown, um, we're systematically programmed to really hate ourselves but not really know it. So at times, maybe comparing ourselves on social media about our weight, um, our hairline. I know I do. I'm just being sarcastic. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> look, but, hey, <laughs> look, you're not lying, man. Look, um, getting a little... Little receding hairline, it, it happens to the best of us. Yeah, right. So when when it comes down mm. to just our uh, weight gain or whatsoever, man, they yeah. have the self hate that come along with it mm. as well. So it's it deals with a lot of different factors, like you said before, um, about like why suicidal ideations, man. It's really helping that person find value mm. in themselves and. This is where it's very important to have outside resources. So a different thing that really helps individuals, their belief in faith. Mm. Um, mm. Another resource yeah. that really helps and is purpose or um, different activities, intrinsic activities that they do that brings them joy. So hopefully I answer your question a little bit. No, 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 you definitely did, man. You know, for anybody that's watching right now, if y'all have any questions for Nima, Make sure y'all call in to that number on the screen. Um, definitely utilize um, the time that he's taking out right now to be here. Um, I'm making sure that I get fair value regardless of whether anybody calls in. Um, but if you have any questions, make sure you call in now um, so that you can ask him um, and, and get the guidance that you need. Um, but uh, Nima, so... In terms of, because I, I know even myself, you know, with wanting to, to, to mentor kids and work with kids, and um, especially ones that come from under-resourced communities, um, you know, from outside of, you know, I'm not a parent or anything right now, um, how can I um, be more of a positive influence when it comes to just talking to young men? Do you feel like there are a lot, are, they, are young men getting harder to deal with as time goes on? Is that something that you see, or is it? I don't kinda... think it's harder to deal with. I think the lack of understanding in dealing with younger men—that's uh, just in general. Mm, um, I, yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of negative stereotypes that come along with it. Mm, mm. Uh, sometimes what ends up happening, we forget that we once was kids, or we once had cousins, like individuals that uh, may be engaging in behaviors that's different than ours. And instead of just being with them and being consistent, we trying to change them right away, and that just doesn't work. So just the best advice or just when it comes down to mentorship is being consistent oh, and being um, being non-judgmental, man. Not looking at them as you are helping them. I believe it's a mutual relationship that we always should be learning from. Can y'all hear better now? I didn't even, these comments were not coming in. Can y'all hear better now? They're coming in now. So let me know if y'all can hear better now. Should be good. Um, Yeah, sorry about that, bro. Go ahead. Let me see. But um, just really, man, looking at the kids that we serve as we serve in them, man, and at the same time, we benefit from them as well. It's not a hierarchy position that I'm here to save these kids. They most likely going to save us, to be honest with you, and keep us young and refreshed. Okay. Yeah, sorry about that, everybody. I was not getting any comments that came in for some reason. They just started popping in now. 
Um, so I got them in. Uh, but if anybody has any questions for Nima, y'all make sure y'all be sure to call in um, and I'll be able to get y'all connected. Um, but yeah, so Nima, for any aspiring, you know, mental health counselors or anything like that, what are some tips that you have um, for anyone who may want to go into mental health counseling at some point? Um, where should they start? Um, what they should start off, man, is just understanding the various positions as counseling. Mm, okay. Um, there's so many different ways that you can come into it. Um, you have, I'm a mental health clinician counselor in Ohio. So you have a counselor, uh, which means that you had to have your bachelor's and master's. Um, and normally it's like a two to three year program. Okay. And then you have another aspect of it, which is social work, which social work is more established. Okay. Um, it's been around for a lot longer. You can do the counseling aspect of it. Then you have your psychologist, uh, where you deal with your psychologist, they do more testing. Okay. This is when you're in the school system. Um, they're testing to see uh, if there are any learning disabilities. They're testing to see, um, um, like, learning disabilities. They're testing to see uh, is it uh, development disabilities or anything like that. So psychologists really focus on the testing, and then you deal with the psychiatrist. That's more like the medical route when you're looking for getting prescription um, mm. for, like, depression or whatsoever. So there's more high layers on it. I say, man, start <laughs> if the better your grades are, the better chances that you have when it comes in to get into um, the psychology route or the psychiatrist. From your undergrad, you least should have like a 3.5. Not saying that if you don't have a 3.5, you can't get in, but really exploring all your options before jumping in. Mm. Mm. Hey, anybody that wants to go into to mental health, make sure make sure y'all y'all take y'all take note of those tips. Um, and Neem, I'm glad that you kind of broke that down because I think when when you kind of hear mental health, most people, they don't even know that, you know, there's different titles and there's different aspects of mental health and different people that you can go and see um, for different issues. You know, a lot of the times, you know, people hear psychiatrists or, and they just know one term and different things like that. So, you know, you being here to be able to break that down, I think that that, that adds more perspective to us and kind of lets us know on an individual, individual note uh, of what we should be looking for um, when we are seeking out that help. And... And I, I, I put a poll on Instagram and I asked people, I said, okay, you know, do you feel like there's a, a lack of mental health resources in the African-American community? And a uh, significant amount of people said, yeah. Um, and so I, I want to know, what, what, are some, what are some ways that we can get free resources if we need them? Or, you know, just low cost at that, um, you know, and I mean, you may only be able to speak for Akron, and if so, that's fine. Um, but just general general resources that you know of. The main thing is when it comes down to getting mental health um, services, the first thing they want to do is look at their uh, local mental health recovery board. Mm-hmm. So every uh, city has one or every county. So if you're in Akron, it's uh, Summit. If you're in Cleveland, it's Cuyahoga, mm-hmm. whoever. Um, look, look at that if you really need um, the council services services. The other thing that you want to really want to look into is just your insurance. Uh, Medicaid, Medicare, um, they have uh, different providers that you can use. Um, okay. If you don't have insurance, 
Um, most local community services have like uh, sliding fee scales. Okay. Um, there are resources available for the mental health aspect of it, but most of us just don't really know how to utilize it. Mm. So like I said, that's where you kind of start off with um, understanding what insurance you have. Yeah. And really contacting your um, local mental health and recovery board. Now, <clears throat> if you do have insurance and you do have um, some funds or you want to be particular, then you can use Psychology Today um, to look for providers. Okay. So the issue that we run into a lot is finding therapists that looks like us and mm. have the same values like us. Uh, That's where the mm-hmm. challenge it, it is because there's very limited um, male therapists just in general, African-American uh, therapists. And even then when it comes down to um, African-American females as well, that you really want to have the same values as you. Yeah. Um, because that's you want to feel identified with. So that's some of the issues that's going on in general. Hmm. And, and I mean, I, I think, you know, that's kind of one of those things that has to be important, especially when you talk about dealing with, you know, with people that come from where we come from. You know, you got to be able to relate. You got to be able to build that connection with them. Um, and so do you feel like that's, is that something that you've seen be a huge factor? You know, um, the psychiatrist maybe or the, the, the therapist not being able to relate to the patient um, on the level that they need to? You know, maybe not you, but just other psychiatrists. Have you seen that be an issue? Yeah, I mean, you see it all the time. I mean, hmm. it happens to everybody. Um, the main thing is the difference is now since mental health is such a more popular term, mm-hmm. people know their rights. And so what you end up doing is saying, hey, at the end of the day, I don't have to go to you. I'll go to somebody that I'm being hurt. Ah. So that's the main thing. So you got so you got to look at it as like going to a doctor, man. You can get a second opinion. Um, like I said, I had one client, man, that um, his daughter got misdiagnosed. And he's like, no, nah, she is not this. Oh. I need to take her to a black person. <laughs> and um, he ended up finding me. So, it's like, you can be vocal about it. You can have a voice. And that's one thing that we need to be um, having more of. Man. You just don't got to take first person. Nima, that's, that's huge. Um, so yeah, Nima, first and foremost, thank you for taking the time out. So we're getting ready to come up on an hour. Does anybody have any questions for Nima, uh, before we get ready to end the live? Um, if you have any questions for Nima, we'll be on for about five more minutes. Um, so please get your call in now, uh, before we get ready to end the live. Um, and Nima, so do you have any just general things that you want to say to the people before, you know, we get ready to end the call? Oh, definitely. Um, if you can, if you can, I will definitely recommend just giving counseling a try. Um, if you don't like your counseling, you always can find another one. <laughs> hey. But um, <laughs> seriously, um, the most important thing is really, really just checking on your well-being and making sure that you asking yourself, are you okay? And um, normally, if you got to ask yourself that question, then most likely you're not okay. So, and... Um, Make sure you got the right people around you that you can be vulnerable with um, about that. So. And so, you guys, y'all heard them. So, one, first and foremost, make sure that you're asking yourself, am I okay? You know, don't don't go through life dealing with things on your plate and, and not being critical of yourself, not assessing yourself, not seeing where you are mentally. You know, it doesn't matter how strong you think you are. Everybody needs guidance. Everybody needs uh, some help. You know, and, and don't be a scared. Don't be scared to embrace that. 
um, and ask for the help that you need, you know. Y'all heard a counselor get on here and say that even though he's a counselor, he still feel, feels like he needs a counselor as well, and so he does get one. And so um, I think on that, and none of us should have too much pride to be willing to step forward um, when we do need that help. Um, so I hope that I hope that y'all uh, benefited from this live um, and that y'all heard some of the gems that uh, Nima dropped. If not, I'll be posting some recaps as well. Um, and thank y'all for tuning in. And uh, please let me know if there's some other resources that y'all would like to have access to. Uh, we will be getting Nima back on, on this live. Uh, and we will be getting his wife on as well so that y'all can uh, engage them. Um, and Nima, we thank you for take, taking your time out. And uh, thank you. Yes, sir. All right, everybody. We're tapping out. Thank you.